Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. If you haven't read my other, if you haven't listened to my other podcast episode, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone Part Eleven, go and check it out right now. People don't really do what for other podcast episode. Let's continue on with the story. We could find Mar- Marge, Uncle Vernon suggested. Don't be silly, Vernon. She hates the boy. <coughs> the deadly has often spoke about Harry like this. As though he was there, or rather as though he was something very nasty that he couldn't understand them. Like a slug. What about, what about, what's her name? Your friend, Yavoni, Yavoni. On holiday, in Majorca, snapped on Pentunia. You could just leave me here, Harry put a hopefully put Harry put in hopefully he'd be able to watch what he wanted on the television for a change and maybe even have a go on Doodley's computer. On Pentunia looked as looked looked as Though she, she just swallowed a lemon and come back and find the house in the room, in ruins, she snarled. I won't blow up the house, said Harry, but they weren't listening. I suppose you could take him to the zoo, said Aunt Pentunia. Slowly, and leave him in the car. That car's new. He's not sitting. He's not sitting in it alone. Dudley began to cry loudly. In fact, he wasn't really crying. It had been ten, it had been years since he had really cried. But he knew that if he screwed up his face and wailed, his mother would give him anything he wanted. Dinky Daddy Dums, don't cry, said. Don't cry, Mummy. Don't cry, Mummy. Won't let him spoil your special day, she cried, flinging her arms around him. I don't. I don't want him to to come. Judy yelled between huge pretended chops. He he always spoils everything. He shot 
Harry at last he grinned through the gap of his mother's arms. Just then the doorbell rang. Oh, good lord, they're here, said Aunt Petunia. Frankly, at a, and a moment later, Julie's best friend, Pius Puck. Pokiness walked in with his mother. Piers was Piers Pokiness walked with him with his mother. Well, Piers was a scrawny boy with a face like a rat. He was usually the one who helped people's you held people's arms behind their backs while Doodly hit them. Doodly stopped pretending to cry at once. Half an hour later, Harry, who couldn't believe his luck, was sitting in the back of the Doodly's car with a with Peter and Doodley. On the way to the zoo, for the first time in his life, he had his aunt and uncle had been hadn't been able to think of anything to do with him. But before they'd left, Uncle Vernon had take had taken Harry aside. I'm warning you, he, he had said, putting his large purple face right up close to Harry's. I'm warning you now, boy. Leave funny business, anything at all, and you'll be in that cupboard from now until Christmas. I'm not going to do anything, said Harry, honestly, but Uncle Vernon didn't believe him. No one ever did. The problem was, strange things often happened around Harry, and it was just no good telling the Dursleys didn't make them happen. Once Aunt Pentunia tired of Harry coming back, from the barbers, looking as though he hadn't been at all. I had taken a pair of kitchen scissors and cut his hair so short he was almost bald except for his fringe, which she left to hide that horrible scar. Doodley had laughed himself silly at Harry, <coughs> who spent a sleepless night imagining Imagine, imagining 
imagining school the next day, where he was already loved for his big baggy clothes and sellotaped. I'm just going to stop there because it's a very long book, okay? So, bye!